Welcome to the new nurse podcast. I'm Nurse Meg. And I'm Nurse M. Hi, Nurse M. Hi, Nurse Meg. How's it going? It's going, friend. I missed you. It sounded like you and Laura had a great time together last week. We did. She's such a blessing. She what a little a gem job. she is. Isn't Holy she? Food. Yes. She's a rock star. Yes. That was so obvious. So fun. Um, I was fun listening to another perspective, but after a while, I think, I think this is true for all of us. Can't we all kind of put ourselves into one another's situations? Because yes. even though they're all unique, um, and I think one of the reasons that like you and I wanted to start the podcast is because we've all very been in very similar situations and we can really relate. And I feel like it is constantly nice to hear people that are just relatable and you're like, right, I felt that way too. Yes, for sure. Right? I actually, yes. I actually have a friend who her and I always like apologize to each other for this because we do it all the time, like with relativity to things. And I read something in a book at one point that said, you know, some people get um, upset or hurt when people continuously like, like if I'm telling a story and I say, this is what happened and I'm very hurt by this. Someone says, oh yeah, this happened to me too, mm. to like, you know, try to be able to relate things. And some people get really hurt by that because they feel like you're always talking about yourself or bringing up your situations and kind of undermining theirs. But really the source of compassion behind the drive in like mentioning the relativity is never bad. You know? Yes. I'm glad that you said that because I am a person that does that. Yeah. And I at times have felt really bad because I'm like, I'm not trying to like steal, like take away yeah. the spotlight on myself. Yeah. Yeah. You're just right. Or downplay it. You're just trying to be like, I totally get where you're at. Yes. Like, and I have like lived it out too. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Right. Um, so, so I'm glad that you said that. And I love that you, um, that you guys were like equally encouraging to one another because I thought that it was really funny that she does. She like, you made such an impact on her as she was watching you. Um, right. and we kind of talked about this the last time that you and I were together, um, which was the Ralph Walter Emerson quote mm. that said, your actions are speaking so loudly. I can't hear what you're saying. Right. And we really do forget sometimes that, especially I think when you're in the space of newness, like a new grad, or even if I'm in a new culture, like I am in hyper observation. Yes. Mode. Do you know what I'm saying? And yes. So it was kind of funny that you were like, I like that you kind of almost didn't remember Lar initially because right. you were like focused on other things. Right. I, I thought that that was like really, yeah. really interesting that you guys both had a major impact on one another, but that wasn't even your intention. Yeah. You weren't, you weren't like, oh, I'm going to try to be, I don't know, like this stellar nurse right. example. It just right. happened. Right. I know. I love when God brings things full circle like right. that. It's so neat. Thank you, Jesus. Like, yeah. I really love that. <laughs> Agreed. And she sounds like she's in a very happy and healthy space. I mean, I'm, I know CRNA school is not going to be um, <laughs> easy by any stretch of the imagination, but right, right. it sounds yeah. like she's where she should be. Yeah. And stepping out into that, like 
total surrender of I'm leaving work and going back to school like you know that's that's got to be hard so anyone going through that you know you're not alone and we feel you and totally appreciate your your surrendering in that in that dream and in that goal and discipline too yeah I was I was reading something the other day that was saying how some people um specifically I think non non non-believers or non-christians um, sometimes get really challenged by feeling like religion and spirituality is weakness mm, because yeah. do you know what I'm saying? Like it kind of, like you're kind of soft if yes. you're a Jesus follower and the author was suggesting the exact opposite and was like, actually it's one of the strongest things that you can do because it's not easy to surrender your will because our wills are so strong, right? It's way yeah. easier to just follow your heart and you do you. And like all of those, like, uh, those, you know, cliche statements yeah, that sort yeah. of happen culturally. And he was like, it's way harder to lay it down before Jesus. Right. And, to be and obedient to that call. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And like right? a lot of like secular thoughts in, you know, freedom and keeping your independence. And I think that speaks really to what you're saying too, you know, surrendering your freedom and your free will and, you know, all of that. Yeah. Yeah. I love what you're saying. Yeah. Because, um, there's some other people that are going back to school, right? Em? Um, yeah, I know a few. (laughs) Do you know a few? I know a few, a couple of like close people, maybe. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Three days of orientation down. Yay! Yeah. Is that a little surreal? Um, I think when once classes start on Monday, it will be. I think the orientation was via Zoom and um wasn't exactly classes, you know, it was orientation. So once yeah. we get into the real classes, I'm excited. So yeah, but definitely surreal. Yeah, I'm sure it will be. Oh, I'm excited for you. Um, listen, the amount of dark clouds that are showing up in my back uh my backyard. <laughs> Uh, there might not be class on Monday. The world could be ending. I know. It's look, it's looking like that is a definite possibility. <laughs> it's so true. Ours oh. is the same way over here. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. Hopefully, it breaks the humidity because it was a thousand percent today. So, you, like, walked into, like, a big bundle of mist. No, seriously. I had a uh, VIP event. Yes. With um, the coffee cart today. And... Y'all, okay, where are my, like, wavy and curly-haired people at? Because <laughs> there is no looking cute at this level of humidity. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? No, you yeah. don't know what I mean. No, you no, don't. I don't. You I don't. don't know what I mean, no, but I, you can. I, I don't, don't, but I feel like our area is not used to that. Like, Pennsylvania in our neck of the woods is not like a Florida. Like, it's not a Texas. Like, right. we're not used to that. Yeah, it's it's just straight up beach hair don't care at that point because <laughs> there is no saving it. Um, oh, I'm sure. And I'm aware that we're just, like, chit-chatting here because this is what happens when you and I don't get enough <laughs> um, time with each other. But, it's so true. Um, how – let's dive into, like, what is on everybody's mind, I feel like. is like, I mean, how's COVID going? Like, how is that feeling – in your world and in your organization right now? Mm. Um, it's tough. It's really tough. I think like everyone else, um, we're all exhausted. 
Mm. Um, just the thought of it, I think, exhausts people anymore. Or just like saying COVID is exhausting to people, and immediately yeah. like a wall, a wall goes up for sure. Um, we, yeah, I feel like it's hard to develop a clear plan um, from like higher ups from what we're hearing. So that doesn't instill much confidence um, because it is so fluid and it is so unexpected. And, you know, I think from presidential to, you know, vice president of nursing in our facility, like no one knows. Um, So, yeah, I think like having um, a strong faith in this realm has been really empowering, at least to me. I don't know what you guys have been facing in your world, um, but yeah, like. I feel like I've not, how do I say this? I've confronted a lot of situations in life, like in this um, particular mindset of the unknown. Yeah. So having a reliance on something higher, I feel like allows for a specific kind of grounding, but yeah, we're definitely all tired for sure. Yeah. What about you guys? Well, I do feel like that is the one of the consistent themes that no matter what organization you're talking about or um, what area of nursing, because, you know, I'm now in a surgical outpatient center. Right. And we're tired too. Do you know what I mean? And we're not actively like in a hotbed COVID unit. And yet all of us are just like, not really interested in revisit revisiting this. You know what I mean? Like, right. thank you. Right. Um, one pandemic is enough. Let's right. just like be done with one year. And I was reading today that there is some sort of sh- nursing shortage in Texas to the tune of like 60,000 nurses. Wow. Um, and I do wish that there was a higher, greater awareness of what those numbers mean. But I also understand that the general public is fatigued as well. And like, yeah, You know, I, I put it on our, our um, social media yesterday. Like I was praying for Haiti. I was praying for Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you and I are both highly sensitive people. My husband and I were talking about this and he was just like, he knows that I've been rocked really, really hard because I legitimately feel, um, I mean, I think everybody's, yeah. Right, yeah. everybody's really empathetic about what's happening. But like, when I say that, Katie, it like has a piece of my heart. It's like a child walking around, you know, that's what they say, right? <laughs> right. Like your child is walking around with your heart inside their body. Like, right. um, I feel that for Haiti and I care about them and I feel that for, um, the Afghani people and like, right. The women's rights that are being revoked as we speak. And obviously the Christians that are under extreme persecution. And so you kind of have to say like, yeah, I understand that people are fatigued. And so they just, are challenged to listen to the numbers with COVID and understand what it means and the weight of that. Right. And then, and then react um, in a responsible manner because right. people are tired of having to wear masks and being in like restrictions. Right. Right. Yeah. And I think too, to what you're saying, there's been a discussion um, amongst my colleagues and I regarding um, the shortages that you're speaking of and it and there was something that was going around at one point that basically said um, and I couldn't quote where it was from but basically saying there isn't necessarily a shortage of nurses there's a lack of nurses that are remaining at the bedside throughout all of this yeah so which you know in in turn realistically is a shortage but like just to like people that are non-nursing or non-medical 
don't see that difference. It's like, no, there are people that do it, but people are feeling like they are not getting whatever they may be that they, it, it may be that they need at the bedside. Um, right. For many different reasons in many different areas. Yeah. I don't think things are being handled. I mean, they're never handled perfect. We're in an imperfect world, but yeah, there's a lot of distress for sure. Right. And I was hearing again, that some of the shortages of hospital beds in the South is just because there's not enough nurses to take care of the patients in those beds. Again, right. like staffing ratios right. and things like that. But right. I feel like this is one of the reasons that, you know, we started the podcast. We were quoting numbers back in March on studies in 2018 mm. pre-pandemics that said that there were 43% of nurses leaving yeah. the bedside after three years of nursing. And so you and I both were like, these numbers are not sustainable. Yeah. And now that we've hit um, – a pandemic, I mean, my gosh, we're hitting burnout even faster and fatigue. I mean, to the point that like the dollars just, you can't even offer enough money to have some people say yes to it. Yeah. Myself, myself included right now. Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's not about the dollars that you're offering me to be at the bedside. Like I just, I, I wouldn't want to be in that position. Right. Um, and so I think that is kind of cool in some ways that we continue to push back here. This is going to be our segue. Um, yes. It's a good segue. You're great at those. Um, I think that that is even more vital for us to be pushing back in some of these realms and talking about the art of vacation mm. because a lot of us are not going to get vacation in the traditional sense. Um, right. We're headed back into what could be another long haul because like you said, Em, like there's just so many unknowns and now we're dealing with um, variants and we don't know all how that's going to play out and what that looks like. And, um, is it, you know, a greater transmission rate? Like there's a lot of questions that are circling around these variants. Yeah, for sure. Um, so how do we get a little bit of vacation? How do we get a breather? How do we balance out some of these really stressful spaces so that, like you said, we can actually maybe stay at the bedside or at least stay invested in, whatever area of nursing we're currently in. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I and I like the example. I honestly, I think it was your sister who we talk a lot about pouring from an empty cup. And she had challenged um, basically saying sometimes she likes to think of it as God as the main branch and us as these um, smaller branches off of the main one. And I, I didn't de- definitely, I did not quote that directly by any means, but um, sometimes in these hard times, I feel like just challenging each other to, yes, we might not want to be here. We might not necessarily choose this all over again or this position, but right now this is where God has us. And no matter how exhausted we are, um, yes, we need to find these places of restoration and vacation, but how can we also be further rooted in Jesus to give us Mm -hmm. the empowerment to, not only get ourselves through, but those around us. Cause that's what we're called to do. And we're called to, we know we need community. So yeah. Yes. Anyway, um, yes. Let's I hear be- your first one too. Well, I believe that that's what like, like people like Haitians are having to do right now. It's what oh. Afghanis are having to do right now. Like yeah, yeah. being and, covered oh. by Jesus and be, be rooted in him because you're right. Sometimes the situation and circumstance can't, can't change overnight, but our, response to it is always our responsibility, right? Like yeah. ability to respond responsibility. Right. 
Right. And they've gone through it so much that I'd be interested to hear, like, what is their, how have they reached the resiliency that, especially the Haitians with natural disasters, constantly they're a target of that. And like, what is their resiliency and how did they get there? Because we could all use some of that for sure. Right. I think when you were talking about community. And so. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Here's where, you know, the new nurse is a community. So whoever's listening in right now, like we want to be a community for you. Um, you know, and it's awesome when you, like I said, feel like you're not an island and you're not out there all by yourself. Like Mm -hmm. let Em and I be your pals and be your voice and, you know, be a space that, um, hopefully we can help lift one another up because even Moses, when he was exhausted, remember he had, um, was it Aaron and was it Benjamin holding up his arms when he was Mm -hmm. getting too tired, even in the midst of like, um, being in the power and glory of God, he literally had a person on either side of his arms, like holding them up when he was too tired and too weak and not able in his own strength to do it. So mm-hmm. let us continue to like hold you up um, and speak truth back to you because sometimes speaking truth to yourself does get exhausting. So, yeah, so here and we are. We're all we minutes in, just in our We TikTok, are so. crazy. Hey, side note, real quick, it was Aaron and her. Aaron and her, Benjamin. Okay. <laughs> hey, I like Benjamin too. Poor, anyways. poor her. I clearly <laughs> don't know enough about, about him. Sorry, anyways, her. let's hear yours. Um, it's not so much what you accomplish, but who you are as. Wait, it's not so much what you accomplish, but who you are, as you live out the days you've been given. Oh, sorry. If I would have just continued. <laughs> <laughs> It's not so much about what you accomplish, but who you are as you live out the days you've been given. So I think that honestly um, kind of goes right back to the quote that we were just mm-hmm. talking about. Like, yeah. I can't hear your actions are speaking so loudly. I can't hear what you're saying. Like sometimes yeah. I think in the nursing world, it's really easy to be climbing a corporate ladder or, um, focused on the achievements, like the next set of credentials behind our name or the schooling. And obviously like, that's a great thing if God has called you to it. Right. But if God has not called you to it, or even if God has called you to it, it's so much more important with who we are as a person. So if you're doing it and you're burnt out and you're snapping at everybody, um, that wasn't Jesus's plan. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I like that. And I think what comes to mind when you're talking about that, that tidbit for me is, you know, in a COVID ICU setting, um, we may not see the patient that you just took care of and poured your heart and soul into for three nights. You know, you left work and thought about them and you were in work and you're thinking about them and you may not see them roll out. You may not see them get better and you may have to walk in and out of that room several times and honestly them asking you will I ever leave this room and you just don't know what to say and so you may never see the good results of that Mm. um, come to fruition but acknowledging like in the midst of that like how like you're saying how are you treating your colleagues when you're under stress um, how, what, how, what are the conversations like that you're having with, with that patient's family members on the phone when they can't speak to them? Um, how are you loving them through that? Um, there's definitely just like little things, um, interwoven throughout that I feel like 
we just need to battle the awareness for. Yeah. And at times you've um, often touched on being present. Mm, and yeah. so I think, I think even that, like just being present is something that we can always offer to one another. Yeah. Um, and again, it's not about the accomplishment. There was a friend um, that had shared on her Facebook page that she had been nominated for a Daisy award and ended up not winning. And I have won the Daisy award. Um, and I was like, you know what though, at the end of the day, whether you were nominated or actually won, I don't know if it matters Yeah, Mm -mm. because it's just the point that you were recognized for one of your interactions. But guess what? I know that there are more nurses that have never been like publicly recognized for Mm. something amazing that they have done and a way that they have made a patient feel. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? And Mm -hmm. so like, we also have to like even hold that loosely to say, honestly, I would say 99% of nurses that I've ever met are very deserving of their own Daisy award. For sure. Do you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, it really wasn't even about the accomplishment of winning an award. It's just about the fact that like, I said to her, I was like, you're a winner already. Like, that's what I had written on her page because I was like, I know her heart. I know that she cares about her patients. Right. So like, don't be defeated because the award wasn't given to you. Right. You know what I mean? Be proud of the fact that somebody even was able to like recognize it. I mean, that's a beautiful thing. It is. And so I wonder too, if we would be able to like call that out in people more often. Yeah. Agreed. It would mean so much. Wouldn't it M during the day if somebody came up to you and was like, M, I just wanted to let you know that like I saw the way that you interacted with that person or yeah, didn't respond to that person. Yeah, kindness that you I mean, there was somebody in the lunchroom months ago, a new employee, and I was just engaging them in conversation. Yeah. How are you? I know it's your first day. How's it going? Blah, blah, blah. And another coworker called it out in me and said, Meg, that is literally like the nicest thing. I you were so kind to him. And I was like, Oh, Thanks for saying that. But like, right, right. you know what I'm saying? I was just trying to be, you know, it's awkward right. when you're like the new person and you're eating lunch and you don't really know anybody. And like, right. I hate that feeling. So I try never to let anybody feel that way. <laughs> right. But and- those are for sure those like dopamine hits that like even most of our culture nowadays, I feel like strive for that. I mean, we all just want to be seen. Let's be real. Those, those yes. you know, hits that you feel of those, um, those elements like we all crave that within social media. Hence why we're constantly on our phones, like posting and looking for likes and comments, mm. you know, I think like our culture is definitely desiring to be seen and to just have those relationships. Yeah. And I think our, we lack in person in giving those out. And so that's where we're seeking them mm. like on different platforms, I feel. So yeah. Amen to what you're saying with that. And I think also to your friend who, you know, didn't get, chosen in the sweet comment that you had given her like just her doing those things and I can think of so many nurses that have done this for me like that helpful challenge to then pass on like those things that she did or whatever she did that got her nominated and does day in and day out those are being seen by your colleagues and they are helpfully challenging them daily to Mm. to be cognizant of 
things such as those because I know I am yes you know so yes oh my gosh I would say um you're right there's so many people that just because of the way that they're living out their lives it challenges me to be a better version of myself yes my oldest stepson is definitely one of those people oh I love that yeah right so it doesn't even matter like if they are in your profession or age or you know what I mean? Like longevity in a career path or whatever. Like right. all of us have that opportunity. And to go back to like the validation that you were talking about that so many people are seeking on social media. I think that that's another, I think it's really important for us to be a community and speak um, validating and affirming words over one another. But yeah. it also takes it back to like knowing who you are in Christ yes, and saying that at the end of the day, even if I don't get those words of validation and affirmation, yeah, can I still stand secure? You know what I mean? Like I didn't mm. need somebody in the, yes. in the break room to necessarily say that to me, but did it make me feel good? Of course. Right. Yes, of course. But that wasn't even the reason I was doing it. Um, oh yeah. And you so can't I see it, but my head's like nodding, nodding. <laughs> continuously. <laughs> It's just such a good reminder. And you yes. know what? We've done 25 minutes of chit-chatting with one art of vacation nugget. But do you feel like that's, that's a good solid Yes, I, I do. I feel like that is. I do. And I – can we end with, like, tidbits of – like, can we just end with, like, our little tidbits on our minds? Yeah. What's your tidbit? Okay. My tidbit is actually stems from – um things like your actual last post because I am taking this social media cleanse however I do get on like for a sec I have a minute set on each social media platform oh my god so like after a minute I have to get off I can't like do anything however I saw what you posted about okay what's her name Breen Brown oh Brene Brene Brown yeah never heard of her um (gasps) love her yes my girl so So I want to read Yeah, I want to read, I had a little bit of a, I needed a mental study break, so I took the dogs for a walk, and I listened to some of her Netflix series that posted about, and I didn't get through all of it, however, fell in love with the man in the arena, Teddy Roosevelt quote. Yes, my husband loves that quote. Oh, I love it so much, so I'm going to end with that. Yes, do it. Okay. All right, so the man in the arena, Teddy Roosevelt quote, says... It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer or doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred, 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 <laughs> marred. But, <laughs> marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again. Because there is no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. Yay. I love it. I love it. My hubby, um, I had it printed out one year so that he could like hang it in his office because he just love that big about like get yourself in the arena. And if you're not in the arena, then like sit down and shut up. (laughs) Yeah. Well, because yeah. And God wants us in the arena. Like he wants us in his arena. 
Yes. Love yes, it. he does. I'm so glad that you shared that. That was perfect. Em. Mm. All right, y'all. Well, we thank you so much um, for spending your Monday morning, evening, lunch hour, or Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever day <laughs> of the week this falls on. Yes. Um, with us, we are crazy honored that we get a chance to just um, babble in your ear for <laughs> 28 minutes. Um, we really do care about you guys and we really are praying over you guys and so just know that you've got a community here um for as long as you need it and hopefully it'll be your whole nursing career truthfully um because we want to raise up healthy nurses that just turn around and disciple the next nurses that are coming up and pour into them do you know what i'm saying like yeah that's the the kind of pyramid scheme that i love one that's just constantly (laughs) reaching back down and saying somebody's pulling me up and then I'm reaching, turning around and pulling up the next person. So love it. All right, y'all. Have a great rest of your week. May your coffee be strong <laughs> and your sleep be restorative. <laughs> I love it. Bye, friends. Bye.